Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hope you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. Today, we've got an awesome one. We're going to talk about Alec Newwald, who was abducted in Australia back in, I'm sorry, New Zealand. Eh, Australia, New Zealand, same thing. New Zealand. Back in 1989, actually in February. So we're going to get down to it. So, this gentleman decided he was going to take a cruise from Rotorua to Auckland in New Zealand, driving. And he decided that, uh, you know, he was going to do it in the middle of the night. Great. Perfect. Awesome. Three-hour trip. Okay. Now, this event is all about alien abduction. So, stay tuned. We're going to get into it. It is is really amazing. So he gets to his his destination. It's met with anxiety, frustration, elation, and confusion. Why? Because his trip took ten days to complete. So everyone that was expecting him thought he had been missing for ten days. Police were looking, family was looking, friends were looking. So when he arrived, they were all elated. However, he couldn't figure out why. He said, what's going on? I was, I just drove for three hours. I came right here. So the police come over, and there's a whole big ruckus. And he's like, well, what, you know, why are you guys so, you know, what's, what's, the, what's the big deal? They said, you, you've been missing for 10 days. Okay, so that's what's going on here. So how did a three-hour journey turn into a 10-day missing person report. Well, Alec Newwald, N-E-W-A-L-D, um, is in Australia. Like I said, this story takes him from Earth to an alien planet. Uh, he, when he was worried about when family members asked him, you know, where he had been, he couldn't answer. He had no, he had no, no clue. He thought he had just taken from... One point to the next. He, but he suffered terrible headaches, tiredness, dizziness, so on and so forth. Uh, but finally, he started to remember pieces as they started to come into his memory. And then all of a sudden, he started to have a revelation. He started to remember what, these, what, what happened, that he was stopped, that these aliens who were about average size took him. Not the little greys, but a totally different species. Species that uh, involved species that were our height, they had these wrinkles to their face, 
and we're going to listen to uh, an interview with him. Um, not the entire thing, but just for a minute here, a, a few minutes, no, not even, just like a minute, about how he felt when he was taken. Okay, so just listen to this. I'm going to crank it up here a little bit so you can hear it. I was nowhere to be seen, and it didn't feel like I had a body, actually. That's mm. where the, the death uh, scenario comes into it. I felt totally as if I'd been put through a sieve. I think I mentioned that in the book. It yep. felt like all the solid parts had been sifted out. And uh, and here I was in a sort of a, a, a glowing or, or a ghost-like entity drifting around, not really touching the ground, and having no walls of any description around me in a huge space. And uh, all there was was sort of in the far distance were some ghost-like entities. And uh, ghost That was an interview where he just... Okay, so ghost-like entities. So he gives a full full interview, but what's interesting is it kind of reminds me of like in Doctor Strange where they, they his his mentor pushes him out of his body and he's like in the ether and he can see his body. That's what it kind of sounds like. Um, you know, Alec had to go through, and it is A L E C, uh, Newwald N E W A L D. So he said several weird weird looking creatures appeared in front of him. At first, he thought they were ghosts, but they looked <laughs> not like ghosts at all. Uh, they looked very thin, and they were about average height, so they weren't greys, okay? They did have big heads. They had eyes that were very narrow, though. They didn't have, like, the big-ass almond eyes. They had narrow black eyes, and they had all these wrinkles underneath them. The only story that I know of that's similar to that, where they have a bunch of wrinkles, is the, is the Pascagoula case. So, um... Let's keep going here with, with what happened in his particular story. So he actually wrote a book called Coevolution Co uh, Covenant. Um, is, I think it, let me make sure that's correct. Coevolution Covenant. I'll make sure I'm correct. Ooh, this is weird. Coevolution. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Oh, no, it's just called Coevolution, the true story of a man taken for 10 days to an extraterrestrial civilization. So these entities talked to him and gave him a whole bunch of information about humankind as well as their kind. Um, the alien who abducted him, uh, one of the aliens that abducted him, stated that I am the guardian of this section. I will help you and make you feel as comfortable as I can. And I will try to explain how our civilization lives as well as your civilization and what its purpose is. So they gave him a suit, and they stated, with this suit, you'll be able to understand us, and we will be able to understand you. Great. Now, what's interesting is, they took him to their planet. They shared a lot of information. When they took him to their planet, he, they took him to a city. It's, it's really quite cool. They took him to this city that looked super futuristic, super, like, ergonomic, with, like, you know, wavy buildings, as opposed to, like, just rigid structures like we have now, you know, like... Sears Tower, well, used to be Sears Tower, Empire State Building, things like that. They're just rigid skyscrapers. Theirs were wavy in nature. Um, he, they stated that um, 
although their cities are bigger than what's on Earth, that humans actually weren't that far off in intelligence. Actually, they stated that humans were very far along in the spiritual uh, ascension uh, thousands upon thousands of years ago until an entity came along and threw us back about thousands and thousands of, of, of uh, centuries into the past. Basically, we were on our way to cr being a creator race. Creator races are the ones that can create other entities and make them their own. Uh, and we'll get into that in just a second. He, wa he I want to tell you a little bit about what he saw on this other planet momentarily. So he stated that he was able to see pyramids on this uh, planet. He was able to see glass-like pyramids with different striations. He stated that uh, each building had a, a spiral tower or antenna at the top of it. Um, he stated that approximately 25% of the, of the building's height would have a looks like a communication um, antenna on it, which makes sense. I mean, they got to communicate, right? Maybe they're communicating planets and planets away. So, you know, maybe they're just, maybe that's their Wi-Fi, right? Who knows, right? I mean, there was a lot of talk about Tesla creating our Wi-Fi being able to communicate miles and miles away. Um, so maybe they mastered that. But anyway, looks like glass pyramids. Some are in domes, and then they have a spiral on the top. Pretty interesting stuff. Um, he said, stated that his building was a sphere that he, he stayed in for the 10 days. It was a sphere, uh, or I should say like cylindrical, and then it had like rock formations on the outside. He stated that while he stayed in this, hu this house, that it wasn't just for sightseeing. They wanted to impart a lot of knowledge into him. Um, he stated that they, would ho they were hoping that they would pass the information to him, he would pass the information to others. They stated that a lot of Earth's history has not been recorded and not been given to us. They stated that our true history has a lot of, a lot of creationism that we created. They stated that uh, the public is basically left to fill in the gaps that only a certain few higher percentage of, of people, like the 1%, have the full knowledge base of, of our history. So they state that we created Homo sapiens, or Homo Homo sapiens, whichever ones came before us, Homo sapiens, and we created Cro-Magnon Man. We created them because we wanted some of our essence to be in another body. Because when you become a creator species, then you also are able to create an entity that you can share experiences with. And we wanted to share our experience with another entity that wasn't necessarily us, it was another entity. And they state that, uh, and even these aliens stated that there's so many species out there, species, I'm sorry, so many religions out there that state that there's a lot of creationism within it. So they're stating that many religions actually espouse that we are creation, a creative race, basically. We were a creative race. And we've lost it because this evil species came in and wiped us out, wiped out our capabilities. That we were almost to the level that this malevolent species is at or was at, but they were just above us spiritually and technologically so they could throw us back. The goal for us to create these these Cro-Magnon men and, and these other men were that we wanted to uh, 
we were we were developing our our DNA. We were developing our species, and we were trying to develop a species that could keep its DNA and keep its knowledge base moving forward. So it would have almost like an inner storage system or a hard drive that could keep all of history's past knowledge within it. And, and even still today, we don't have that. We were on our way to that. We're developing. But then this malevolent species came in and basically wiped us out, wiped out our capability for that. And it's not hard to do. All you have to do is create a frequency that can block out certain thought patterns, and you have it. There's all these different frequencies that you can put out into the universe or into the, the earth and, and have that be, become a problem. Um, you can disrupt all kinds of thought processes. He stated that the alien who was talking to him was a female alien that was giving him all this deep information about uh, humans' past. Her name was Zaina, um, and she was giving him all kinds of info. Um, she stated that when some of her people came to Earth, some came, some stayed back. Even the pyramids uh, were some of the ancient legacies that were left behind by her ancestors to help awaken us when the time is right. Um, that Earth is special. It is beautiful. And because of that, they'd created bases here, some underneath the water and some, some elsewhere. She stated that they did desire Earth for their own purposes, but every species does that. They come and they desire um, different things for different purposes. That didn't mean they were going to take us over, right? So what was interesting was this dark force that came to Earth, they didn't specifically state which species it was, but they wanted Earth for, Earth for itself as well, and they got it. And they are still among us. And the Force basically won this planet over. And they realized that they were going to have a continuous fight with other species for us. Sounds like the reptilians, doesn't it? Um, they, uh, this uh, species that, that abducted uh, Alex stated that um, they had to trick us, um, while, trick us into basically giving it up. It's really interesting, right? Because the Bible talks about us being tricked by the reptilians or a snake in the Garden of Eden, right? Interestingly enough, it sounds like we did get tricked. Um, and it states, the alien stated that these, this dark force made us into what we are today. Um, that only a portion uh, of our greatness is still with us, even though we can still develop it and still move towards a higher ascension. Only a portion of ourselves is here. We had we were close to enlightenment, but this spe other species, this negative species, is the enemy of enlightenment and and breath, um, and it's it's aligned itself with evil basically for its own purposes. Interestingly enough, right? I mean, and they talk about in this particular article that God gave man dominion over all his earthly creation. In the beginning, humans were the last creature God made. But the last became first in his earthly order and the only creature to be made in his image. Mankind was assigned the job of taking care of everything on earth, including animals. That's from Genesis. So these aliens were basically stating that the apple incident, right, that we were talking about, the Garden of Eden, was basically the initiation of these evil uh, spirits coming into, into play. Now, these good aliens that abducted Alec, we call them good or not, are trying to share this knowledge with world leaders. They are in touch with world leaders. Um, 
<laughs> and they they continue to be in in touch and in communication with world leaders throughout the thousands of years, throughout the different millennia, um, and they continue to, to try to push the narrative and give us that information. So while he was gone, he stated that they had lengthy conversations about humanity, also lengthy conversations about sex, although he doesn't go into detail about that. But he stated that when he came back after 10 days, he was brought back and then deposited back in his vehicle at the exact same spot. And he, that's why he didn't understand, you know, the fact that he was gone. Now, this is where it starts getting interesting. We're at 15 minutes. We're going to continue. This is where it gets interesting because the CIA, even though he's in New Zealand, the CIA comes to his house, the SIS uh, and, and the Australian intelligence come and, and want to know everything about these aliens. They're trying to gather as much info as they can. So if this wasn't the real freaking deal, why would they show up to his house? Right? Right. And they weren't asking nicely. They were, they were intent on this information. And he stated that he, was, he started becoming followed. The same vehicle that he saw every single day was parked at the end of his driveway. And they were intent on following him and seeing where he was going to go. Because this is a national security matter. Whoever gets their hands on this dude and wherever he goes and whatever he does needs to be known. Since there was no internet really, you know, to follow back then. Uh, no phones, no, you know, no mobile devices to follow. They had to basically keep eyes on this guy. Now they threaten him and they say, oh, hey, we can make your life very uncomfortable. Um, and he said, you know, thanks for the friendly advice and shuts the door on their faces. And he says that was a grave mistake on his part. Uh, we'll find out why. So apparently they wanted to set him up and they get him connected with this guy, Jeff Wright. Now, Alec was a used car salesman, okay? Buy and sell cars. But stock market crash brought down his business. So he meets this guy, Jeff Wright, at an auction in New Zealand. And Jeff Wright says, hey, I, got, I, I can get you some cheaper cars that I get uh, from overstock across seas. So he starts selling them these vehicles. Well, guess what? They're all hot from Japan. Awesome. So now he has to go to court. Let's, let's find out what happens when he goes to court. See, this is where it gets evil because these agencies set him up. And they ran this court case out, which should have taken six months. Been like, either you're guilty or you're not. And then if they was guilty, throw him in jail. But they strung it out for 20, 24 months with 20 court appearances. And they basically waited it out for a little while, then showed up to his door and said, hey, we're going to fix this problem with the police if you get on board and you give us the info that we want. Pretty, pretty nice little setup, right? Well, this is where he lost faith. This is where Alec lost faith in the justice system and these agencies, and he got kind of fed up. And it's unfortunate because... He basically continues to say no. He's broke. He can't even afford a lawyer. So he says, hey, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to see what happens with this court case. I'm not going to feed into the government's threats. So he, he goes through the, with the court case. They find him guilty. And luckily, down there, it's not as harsh as it is in the United States. Down there, he only got 12 months, and he only had to serve half of that. So he served six months, and he stated that, hey, it gave him plenty of time to assess his situation and then start to write a book about it so that at least he could start generating some income by the time he got out and he could start, you know, getting it published or try to seek publishing. 
but it is really fascinating, right? Because, I mean, yes, he needed money. He was broke. He was broke. Couldn't even afford a lawyer. So, you know, this, this was his life at this time. I mean, you got to remember, there was, there was a stock market crash, trying to rebuild your business, trying to have some money, trying to, then you lose your money to this guy that they set him up with. I mean, a total bunch of BS. One of the interesting facts that they didn't release earlier on in this interview is that he was told that the aliens are related to us and we are related to them and they have come from the future and they are trying to fix issues in the past. In the future, some of the decisions that they made led to their demise, much like we've heard so many times from the remote viewers about the Martians one million years ago BC. They, they you know, destroyed their own planet basically or it was destroyed because of a, a weather phenomenon, but whatever it was, it, they actually had caused it. Um, so they're trying to stop, you know, us being their descendants or, or humans' descendants from destroying our own planet as well. Um, and he stated that there's been all these, all of these abductions. He started to, he, this event that he was able to peel back the layer of the, you know, the, the covered uh, memories, he was able to start peeling back other abduction events that happened when he was younger. And he started to recall that he was abducted at er, as early at the age of five. And back then, the aliens were starting to prep him in, in order to get him to continue to get this information out eventually, whether it was through the book that he would eventually write or maybe the second or third book that he was eventually going to write. And... They didn't know exactly when he would write them, but they understood that he would eventually write them um, and that certain experiences had to happen, such as these abductions, for him to do that. So it's really fascinating when you start putting all these pieces of the puzzle together and seeing if they were, if indeed these aliens are coming from the future to the past and trying to fix the wrongs and make them right, all the different little details that they would have to pay attention to to make this individual put forth a certain piece of information so that it would come out into the public. Not that the aliens could just land on the White House lawn, but that this information that they have would be given to someone, that someone would then publish that information into the human knowledge database by a human as opposed to an alien. Would it make more sense for the alien to just show up and be like, hey, you fuckers, stop screwing up your planet, but... Maybe there's rhyme and reason for which they know about that we don't understand. So the question is, do you believe this Mr. Alec Newell? Well, you could always grab his book, Coevolution, and see what you think. Uh, I'm not selling it necessarily, but it would be interesting. Um, maybe I could put a link for it in the description. But anyway, uh, this is one of the more fascinating stories of abduction that I've heard about, especially 10 days. I mean... The only other abductee that we know about that was abducted anywhere near 10 days was Travis Walton, which was five days, and then he was brought back to, like, another town, not the same area that he was abducted from. Um, and he was, like, I don't know, half-naked or naked, and he was calling some people from the phone booth. Uh, it was really weird. And so, in this case, he Alec was brought back to the exact same position he was at just 10 days later. So... And he has a lot more information than Travis does. Travis was more of like a, it was like a battle for survival versus, you know, uh, hey, we're going to give you this information and please give it to your other humans so that we can pleasantly 
uh, change the future, right? <laughs> it almost leads you to believe that there are two different factions, maybe from two different timelines that we talked about before. Uh, what was it? The P-49s and the P-52s coming from 49,000 years in the future and 52,000 years into the future, and they both have uh, conflicting desires and motivations. So there's there's a lot to be thought about with this one. Anyway, guys, I hope you're having a great weekend, taking care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally. It's up to you to decide what you think about this particular uh, gentleman, and maybe the book is worth the read. But uh, I hope you're having a great weekend. Please follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. I'm keeping up with this, and I'm enjoying it and enjoying learning more as I bring it to you. So um, continue to question the universe around you. Continue to bring love, light, and peace to yourself and forgiveness and understanding to your loved ones and, uh, and to the world. And uh, hopefully we can make it a better place, at least for ourselves and maybe our future selves. <laughs> Until next time, guys, take care. Please like, follow, share, subscribe. Doesn't cost anything. And Lockdown Universe is out.